years ago, three amazing friends got together in the studio and decided to create a podcast called Sophisticated Ignorance. Whatever the popular topics were, they talked about it. They brought their friends, they brought podcasters, other creatives. I've been on the show twice, you're welcome. And we talked about everything from relationships to social media topics to race-related things. And despite the past year and some change that we've had um, and the changes that have come with the podcast, they've still been going strong, they've still been standing strong, and all of it culminates into tonight's event, our five-year anniversary. So. It is my honor to introduce to you the hosts of Sophisticated Ignorance, Vixen J and Ruby B. So give them a beautiful round of applause and come on Sophisticated Ignorance. You slide it right in, didn't you? Nope, don't do that. Skirt, skirt. Queen of the block. I am evolving, okay? All right. Here we go again. Hi, everyone. Hey. What's up? What is going on? I can't get it in. Mm. It's OK. Freezing. <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> what is good, everybody? We have finally made it. Look at us. Yes, we have. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show. Are um, you guys excited? All right, yes, we are here in downtown Brooklyn, uh, New York City, USA. That's where the, all the lights are shining and all the superstars are made. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, can we do like the borough check? Can we do that? Sure. Let's do it. Sure. Right, you start. Okay, is Staten Island in the house? Why are you not starting Staten Island? Why would you start? Okay. Why, why, would you, okay. why would you start there? Oh, well, you know, you know let us start small and Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, gradually. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Is the BX in the house? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, is Queens in the house? Well, you always yeah. 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 I've house. been to your house. I know, I know where you live. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have two people from Queens. Okay, okay. Is Manhattan in the house? And by my hand, we mean like Harlem and Harlem, Harlem uh, uptown. Yeah. Nothing midtown. Nothing. Right okay, we got two people. That's what's up. Okay. All right. So you can, you can take the last one. You sure. Positive. Move together. Okay. Is Brooklyn, Brooklyn in the house? Or right, let's bring it down by neighborhoods. Is Canarsie in the house? Okay, no, that's definitely too much. Too much. Too much. This is like thirty-three. Too much. Okay. Scale it back. All right. Yes. Well, East New York is in the house, by the way. Thank you. East New York is right next to me. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. What is good? I uh, hope you all have been enjoying yourselves, you know, despite the crazy shit that's been happening in the world. We are here. It is nice weather. Good weather. We are, we are in the basement of a mall. Air conditioned, climate Air conditioned. Okay, this could be big outside. This could have been big that. outside, but we are indoors, so claps for that. Yeah. Central Air. <laughs> Represent. Uh, for those who are true Brooklynites, this used to be uh, Albee Square Mall. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. And then, thanks to gentrification, now we have this nice little hole with a stage. We can there actually do something here and yes. host an event. And there's a Trader Joe's. Before, in the past, I think there was a Sea Town down there? 
C-Town is still popping, though. Where? Brownsville. <laughs> yes. In, in Brownsville, we're Super C-Town. Super C-Town. Exactly. Super C -town. Look at that. Look at evolution. Exactly. Now, if there was seafoods, oh, baby. No. Like Whole Foods, but C-Town? You're doing too much. All right. No. I mean, someone will take the idea and work with it. Not you. <laughs> Once I win the lottery, which I'm convinced I will win, I played the lottery the other day and I won $4. Now, that's if I keep doing that for a couple of years, eight bucks. Now, when you say lotto, you mean the actual ticket or a scratch off? No, the lotto, like the ticket. Okay. I can't do scratch offs. I think that's too addictive. Okay, well, just give me some money when you win. How much? Half. Half? Oh, I'm not half. All. Come on, we're going to share a little bit. Half. So, you're my co host. So, whatever, so I'll, I'll give you half. So, whatever I win, you yeah. win half. Yeah. So I have to give you $2. Well, so if remember. I win, I keep it all. Keep what all? That's how it works. You have to give me at least a number for you to even be considered. Zero is the number. Zero. That's not how lobby works. You know that. That's how partnerships work. Okay. All right. All right. So you don't even care about the show. <laughs> no money goes back to the show. It's just you and your pockets. Yes. Well, it's giving me 1%. It's giving me selfish vibes. <laughs> 100%. Anyway, as I said, I hope you guys are good. For those who are not familiar with the show, um, Sophisticated Ignorance, uh, we are a podcast. Who listens to podcasts in here? Throw hands. Oh, wow, that's a lot of hands. Oh, Who listens to this podcast? All right, not yes. as much hands. All right, that's fine. Beautiful. That's okay. It's a reintroduction, that's all. Um, so as you can tell by the graphic, we have been here for five years. Woo! Um, personnel has changed. That's a long story. We're not going to go there. It's a little traumatizing. But um, we are still here. Uh, Roe V has joined the show last year in the midst of everything. And um, do you remember that first recording that we did? Very much so. Oh, Bowser. so sorry. Please make sure your phones are off. <laughs> and be your own co-host. Be, be the own host of the show. Wow, wow. Ain't that, ain't that. Host, put them on FaceTime. Let, let, let them see what's happening. Oh, my bad, sorry. Um, it's off. In the midst of COVID, I did join a Sophisticated Ignorance podcast, mm -hmm. and we were able to bring it back from its ashes and try to just incorporate a safe space where everyone can talk and be inclusive and be open and honest about different communications and different topics that people are scared to talk about. Yes, and especially the stuff that is like trending today. Like, our motto is we want to make sense out of everyday nonsense. Yep. So all the stuff you see on Twitter, all the things you see on Instagram, all this, you know, nonsense of the world, we're trying to break it down and make sense out of it. So it's at least uh, digestible and palatable for everybody to take in. Yeah. Sometimes we do a good job of that. Sometimes we make it. Other times, not so much. <laughs> but you know, it's all about growth. And uh, Roby's catchphrase is evolving, constantly evolving, you know, so that's a good thing. Every right? day. Every single day. And just grow better every day. Like a Pokemon. Every time I hear you say I'm evolving, I think of Pokemon. Because what else is there to think of? Life. In general. I guess, but that's not fun. Not, not a cartoon. I'm not thinking Try of a cartoon. An animated series. Let's be, let's be respectful. When I think of evolving, I'm thinking about Animorphs. I don't know if anybody remembers Animorphs? that. Wow. Right. Wow. That's what I'm, exactly. That's Animorphs. Animorphs. The books. Yes, and the TV series on Nickelodeon. 
how many seasons does that last? I mean, wow. you're, you're trying to get into semantics. I'm just trying to get to the key point of actually evolving instead of focusing on cartoon characters. Technically, they transformed. So it was like the girl that transformed into the horse, and then it was the other boy that transformed into like a cricket or something. I don't know. They saved the world. Every episode, they saved the they world. They saved the world? And they evolved. Period. Wow. So that is translated into your life where every day you can do something, a little bit of something, and evolve so you can save your own world. How about that? All period. right. We have a uh, planeteer in the building. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> well, if you want to save the world, then good luck. Next topic. <laughs> I'm just there. Have you seen the world? The like, world the is a mess. Real the planet. The, huh. We are in a pandemic. We are currently in the pandemic. We're in the midst of it. <sighs> because there's no end point. Because we keep, sight. We keep trying to one-up each other <laughs> in the sense of a country. So, um... You know, we have the Delta variant. We talked about that in one of the episodes. Yep. Shout-outs to Delta. No, no one's... No, we're not doing that. No. No one's shouting out that. No. no. Good. No. Good. I'm just... That's a litmus test. Okay. Okay. Good. We're not, we're not <laughs> shouting out any type of variants. No, so. we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, please be safe. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, pandemics, um, elections, what other wild shit has been happening these days? The take over the White House. Oh, yes, yeah, the coup. You, you forgot about that. Remember the coup, y'all? Everybody just doing all kinds of like whatnot. Whole, like they really try to run up on the steps and say, yo, run that shit. Super spreader parties. Mm. Florida's big time open. We holding hands you should in know. Florida. You should know. We're holding hands in Florida, playing <laughs> Ring Around the Rosie, Skip to My Lou, everything in the street. Nothing has changed. Nobody open mouth, face, kissing, coughing. Nothing has changed, so don't come to Florida, okay? Says the one that lives in Miami. But, you know, I, I live there, but I literally go into my coop. Here's my little um, process. I get up, wear my scrubs, go out, spray, go in my car, hand sanny, go about, scan in, <laughs> come out, hand sanny again, spray, spray myself with microband, go back in my car, then go back home, spray outside, Spray inside, and then I take off my scrubs. I literally go nowhere. That is too much. Tough, right. Too much. But I'm safe. I have not contracted COVID, so. All right, shout out to that. It's working. I'm in the midst of working with COVID patients, and I haven't caught it. So I'm, I'm happy with my little technique. It might not work for everyone, but it gives me mental peace, clarity, and physical strength and immunity, so. Well, uh, this live show is sponsored to you by Germ X, the sanitizer <laughs> that you'll be finding in your gift bags at the end of the show. Uh, they don't know that they're sponsored, but uh, we do. Yeah, next year. <laughs> Germ X money. <laughs> next year. Um, hopefully, we upgrade to Purell at yeah. some point in time. I like to get some Purell money. That would be nice. <laughs> but before we get into sponsorships, shout outs to all the people who have come out tonight. Shout outs to our sponsors as well who have contributed to uh, the gift bags that you'll be receiving later in the evening. Yep. Um, we have Drunken Shots, for example. Shout outs to her. She's in the crowd. Woo! She won't stand up. She's busy. That's fine. Um, shout outs to Chanel and her uh, mixture of drinks. Um, wow, yeah. Shout outs to that. And also shout outs to uh, Amina and her body, body butters. Body butters. Yes. Yeah. You guys have a very hefty gift bag coming over. Did everyone get a jello shot? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yes. For those who did, 
Enjoy. <laughs> Good uh, luck. <laughs> I, I personally did not because I want to be coherent. Um, Good luck. Good luck and Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so let's get into our topic for the evening. So um, usually how it works is on the show, we talk about a topic, we break it down and go through all the elements of it. So today's topic is defining high value. And we're not talking about like, you know, Amazon and all that stuff. Yeah, we're talking no. about the high value of people. So um, just by a show of hands, who has heard of the term high value? No one? A few, okay. okay Shouts no. to the back. Okay. Ow. Back row. Okay. Um, so yes, the term high value really comes from this concept of people putting themselves on a pedestal in a sense. Of, of It's all about how you see yourself or how others see you and how you conduct yourself in your standards. It's really interesting stuff. Um, you know, if you follow a lot of people on social media, people like Kevin Samuels uh, has talked about it, other gurus other in, in, that, in that area. And I just really wanted to talk about this because I feel like the term is thrown around so much and I don't think people actually understand what it means and I don't think people actually understand the pros and cons of it. Right. right? Um, you know, it's like, oh, I want to be a high value guy. I, you know, I'm be so a high, high value. value. Woman, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I have a standard that other people have to meet me at. And if you can't meet me at it, then you're gone. You're done. Yep. And that's that's wild. Do you consider yourself a high value person? I consider myself the highest of value, but in the same sense, I'm able to humble myself in different scenarios. But based on the definition at hand, a lot of people don't realize that their high value definition may come off as something that is negative and kind of condescending. So we want to be able to explore that topic and let people know what the actual framework of the high value person is and how that will be perceived and also received to individuals. Correct. Very well said. All right. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I went to college. Same. And if Roby will not, uh, you know, let you know, uh, she went to Binghamton. I, I didn't say that. But you will, you will tell everyone. I mean, it's ears. a good, it's a good college. What am I supposed to say? I'm not. I went to SUNY New Colts. I don't know you don't about have that. To clap. I don't even know you if that's a good clap. school. I don't know if that's a it's good fine. school. Okay. It's okay. Hottest small state school running 2000. Seven. You don't even know when your school was running. I haven't been to college in a while. Forgive me. It never leaves you. Go Hawks, uh, I think. All right. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes, go college degrees that we are paying for right now and forever. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get into it. Um, high value, based on my Googling and research, um, is one who's determined to be desirable by others to be who they are, trying to attract an influence, right? So it's basically uh, someone who builds themselves to be um, a source of, I guess, standards or high value. It's very complicated because everyone has different opinions, but primarily it's a person that wants to uh, attract others right. based on their stature, based on you know how they work or you know, their what they're aesthetic, about. Their aesthetic, their esteem, their different types of uh, elitist, socialist type of vibes in that era and just try to portray that to others as well too. Right. And um, for the most part, you know, there's different categories that people um, build off of when it comes to defining themselves as a high value. So you have your finances, for example, right? So the more money you make, the more value you have. Higher you are. 
Now, now I'm pretty sure all of you hardworking people have, you know, high, high salary jobs, right? For the most part, high-ish. I don't know what high means in this today's society, but high enough. You can afford your rent. Right. Shout out for that, right? Yeah. And that's all that matters, right? Just, just affording your rent is good enough. <laughs> who needs food? Who needs food? Who needs water? Clothing. Right. You don't need clothing. I'm, I'm team ramen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Expunge. From what? Oh, how are you team? As in, I support ramen and the business. That's all. When it comes to the so you don't spice it up a little bit. Of course, some salt okay, and well pepper. Okay, well then your 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 ramen is highly valued. <laughs> I see what you did there. Very clever. <laughs> Um, also, um, it's also based on acceptance, right? Yeah. So if you create yourself as a high value individual, it's how you're accepted by others that define themselves. So it's kind of like, uh, it's like a social club. It's like a social stature club, I guess. Right. You know, it was like, Your status I'm high value, something. you're high value, we in the same clique. Yep. And if you're not, then you're just the lower. You're nothing, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're minions you're or the something, dust, yeah. I guess. That's wild. But that's how a lot of different relationships are formed as well, too, based on that idea of having high-valued uh, similarities around people as well. Right. And that causes the disconnect between different groups of different people. Do you think that's what happens on the Real Housewives shows? Do they uh, all think that they're high-value, so they all hang out with each other? Uh, yes. I'm just now thinking about it. Maybe sometimes. Mini Leaks gives big high-value energy. Yes, yeah, she does. She does. And but they all do. But some actually have money. The actual value. The actual value of money oh. instead of just having so back to the, the perceived <laughs> notion of having value. They're not eating ramen. That's what they say when um, rich people don't wear any type of luxury brands. They go to Target, which is expensive too, actually. Target's right upstairs. It's let's be respectful. Target's big time expensive. They can hear us. If that's okay. All right. But the same sense. Uh, those who are with wealth and with actual money do not actually spend it on things like material value. They invest. They invest in properties. Stocks. They buy different boats and rent out the boats. <laughs> they buy buildings different and boats. then they rent it out to different spaces. They get parking spaces, event spaces, mm. uh, storage spaces that's built everywhere. Look at this right here. This is definitely one of those places where a high value person with money invested into a space and now we're here using it. You know what I mean? Case in point. Exactly. That, that's a good point. That is a good point. I mean, as, as I said, I just call it gentrification, but yeah, high value too. I mean, you could call that gentrification big time, big time. You know, the colonizers coming. There's somebody playing Monopoly with our lives. All the time. Will we technically be on Broadway? No. We're not pretending we're on Broadway okay. at all. All right, well, that'd be nice if we were on Park Place. But also, with that being said, I also know that within high-valued um, people, they also have an essence of also going into romantic relationships in that same element mm -hmm. by having that kind of grandiose type of attitude. And the same thing you were saying before, if they, a certain person doesn't match a criteria, that person is not involved in their life and they wouldn't pursue them romantically. As I was uh, explaining to a friend before, I was on a dating website, you know, you put in your gender, your age, what you like, 
first date question options, um, your sign, things like that. <laughs> and you have a, an array of pictures, you swipe left, you swipe right. And you know, I got a message from a guy which didn't even need to be happened and said, hey, you're too fat for me. And I was wow. like, wow. You, you. What is the name of this app? <laughs> it's so okay. like a reporter? Okay, Cupid. Oh God. But um, come well. and I'm just like, why would you take the time to write that instead of just swiping left, swiping right? But then again, in that same essence, that kind of guy thinks he is high value. So he can say whatever he wants to say to different women. So maybe his criteria, I don't know, because I just deleted the message. He might not like fat women. Again, there's no definition on who you should be calling fat, but that's another thing. Right. He has a probably long hair, skinny waist, BBLs. Um, she has to wear heels all the time. Cater to me. Um, is emotionless. Won't be able to give up himself to others. Um, isn't able to communicate, which is also a big issue with like high-valued men. And won't be able to be a good provider because clearly he's the one that wants to control. And that's not necessarily providing. That's just making sure that you are controlling someone else's life. You know? You just described a robot that looks like Jocelyn. A robot? That's basically what you described. I mean, that's what that type of person was looking for. Like a oh, robot. Oh, they want a robot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like a Jocelyn robot. Or a trophy wife. Someone like that. Oh, yeah. that's Someone that's like very yes. But then again, if you are that type of person, you are not trying to, you're, you're, you're showcasing what you think to be high valued, but you're not letting the other person receive what the high value is. So if somebody does come into their life and that is high value and give them some sort of static, they won't be able to see it because they're already blind by whatever criteria that person has not made on, on their list. Yeah, I mean, and we have to really like hammer down the fact that preferences are different from standards, right? People get that mixed up all the time. Your preferences are something that you know, you're into, this is your opinion of what you want from a person or whatever, or what you see from people. But standards are more like, this is what I accept for me, and I'm not accepting anything less. Yeah. And people just wish-wash those shits all the time. It's, it's always mixed, and it always gets masked by what you required out of a real relationship. So everyone wants to say, I want somebody beautiful and, and petite and long hair and this, but can they comfort to you when you're sad? Or can someone talk to you when you don't know the words to say? Or can someone fully commit to you in spite of you losing a job? Something along those lines. Those are the standards that you need to have for yourself as a high quality person whenever you're trying to pursue any type of relationship. Right. And if you don't have those things set in place. If you don't have the priorities, you'll get swayed easily. Yeah, and you're gonna settle for whatever comes because you only check off some of the boxes and not all. And I encourage everybody to not lower your standards for anybody. And if it makes it difficult for you to find somebody or, or attract certain people, then that's on them. That's not has no fault of your own. So, you know. And fault to say that sometimes even myself, you know, I try not to get myself in that scenario where I start to like someone and I try to get into a relationship with them. And then I try to blur the lines of what my actual priorities are and what my standards are. And I say, oh, it's okay, you know, they'll get better or I'll just get lost in the sauce and say, hey, I'm gonna try to spend time with this guy so 
he can level up to what I want instead of me trying to go down to what I feel that we can connect that and try to build them up together. I myself get lost in that. And I get lost in being in the actual relationship myself by saying, hey, I'm going to be with him because I want to be with him and I want to make something last long. So I might just not talk to people and just try to focus on that relationship. Then I lose my value. I lose myself and I lose my essence. But that's not something that we should do. We should try to maintain a firm belief of what our actual standards are and have that marginalizing paper. I know sometimes we get in love, we get lost, and say, okay, maybe they'll change for the better, but they never change. Sometimes I, I took a psych class. Um, you, your, your psyche is ingrained in you when you're 11 years old. When you go through life, you have checks and balances and you learn different things through your psychosocial stages. So you learn how to uh, cater each side. So your psyche will be uh, maybe more aggressive, but then you can see how aggressiveness is reacted in a social situation. You might tone that down and curve it so you can be in a social setting. So yeah. whoever a person is at their core, that's who they'll be. So there's no changing anyone. You have to stay focused on yourself and make sure that you are grounded within yourself. Very true. Yeah. Very true. You can clap. You can clap. You can clap. Yeah. <laughs> we're not in a museum. We're not stay quiet. Not, yeah, we're not zoo. You can't this is not an opera. Okay. Hold your applause yeah. at the end. If you feel something, if you feel, if you feel it, feel it, clap it, clap oh, it up. But it's, it's the honest truth. I mean, it took me a minute to to learn that about myself because you know, again, I went through ups and downs and figuring out who I am. But being able to be firm and grounded and say who you are has been something that I've been challenging and evolving as well mm -hmm. to do. But knowing that I can see clearly now, quickly in situations where either I'm valued highly or I'm just wasting my damn time. There it is. Yeah. We ain't got time to waste. I don't, I don't got time to waste. Maybe you do, but oh, I yeah. don't. don't. You don't got I, My time and your time is just as valuable. My time is more valuable. You see what Thank I did? Thank you so much. You see We're what leaving. I did there? I'm leaving. I'm out. I'm gone. I'm, I'm not. I have to take this with you on Zoom. Not live. Thank you so much. Um, so when it comes to uh, high value individuals, it also comes down to your network and your visibility. So basically, you know, as we were talking about before, it's kind of like a social club where, based on your network, the more high value people you have around you, the more elevated you are. Yeah. And visibility too. Like we have to be in a space where you are not, it's not even just like being mixing out in the scene, but like if you are contributing to certain um, causes and stuff like that, your name is on the forefront, Yeah. right? And that, that kind of creates that level of value too, where people know who you are, they know your name, you have some type of social, I guess, currency there, and you're contributing to different causes. So People also determine their level of respect on how well other people value you as well too. Mm -hmm. So if you are not somebody who is not perceived as high value, they won't give you the respect oh, yeah. as much. Yeah, 100%. This is why I always say, oh, I work in the hospital, I'm a student, I do this. Because as soon as you, you hear that, hey, I'm a physician, money, 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 money. Mo no, I have a whole mortgage right now without a house, okay? Those are my student loans. So. Placing that value doesn't make me, you know, saying, oh, she's gonna, we're gonna go out with her, she drinks is on her. 
Cheers to that. No, we're not going to do that. A lot of people try to do that in Miami itself. And I'm like, hey, no, I'm paying for this. I turned into one of those chicks uh, real quick with the accountant, especially if you're not one of my close friends. I'm like, all right, I got this. What'd you get? Because it don't fit on the my The moment bill. the bill comes, everybody knows math. Yes. Immaculately. Yes. yes. It doesn't matter what. But see, no, in regards to that, I, I, I play that up with how well I know someone. I, I, that, that's kind of, it's kind of fuzzy. If I don't know you that well, big time accountant, I am pulling up this calculator. When was the last time you opened the calendar the app? The calculator app, I mean. All the time. All the time? All the time. When was the last time? Today. When? It doesn't matter. That's a lie. Keep it, keep it moving. <laughs> my calculator app has dust, unless I really have to calculate something. First of all, my calculator app is on my home screen, right here. Okay. I pull it out. Okay, you work for Apple now. All right. I'm not doing this with you. All right. Okay, let's talk about some of the pros uh, involved with the high value. So, yes. I mean, to your point, yes. I mean, there are, like, just kind of looking through the sentiments of what high value is and how people define it, there are some pros to it that makes it come off as, you know, encouraging and enlightening. And I think, you know, those are some things that we can extract from the definition uh, for example, it does promote a healthy lifestyle. So a lot of uh, different, you know, articles talk about like promoting, you know, healthy eating and taking care of self and self-care. That's that's always a positive. Yeah. Right. You know, I I appreciate self-care. Me too. You know, to be your best self, you have to treat yourself best. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> did, did it did it come around for you? That was that was hot. Did that really come around for you? You, you one felt time. it. Yeah. You felt it. I felt it too. Okay. I hope you drop a bar tonight, and then you feel. I, the I, you know what? I'm I'm trying here now because Sundays are my self care, and um, if I didn't have a live show, I would be self caring <laughs> myself. <laughs> so, so <laughs> on a Sunday. I'm sorry, we're all just taking away from your, your definitely time. no. Uh, but I try to keep one day uh, so I can do nothing because I get so caught up and I don't even have time to watch a show like. I, I just get lost in the world and I just try to make like Sundays, at least I could do my nails or some, something simple, just take my mind off stuff. Right. Your bar. Oh, yeah. You, you spit in bars now. Whichever bar I said. You, you giving me Ricky Ross, Barney kind of vibes. Ricky Ross, Barney? Yeah, we That's got it. That's the best I mean, it's given, it's given, it's given that. I want to be respectful because we're in front of people. <laughs> Disrespect me. Oh, Go man. ahead. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I'm going to take the high road. Okay, there Obama. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can and I will, <laughs> but don't make me. Um, and yes, well, with that level of promoting a healthy lifestyle, it is about taking care of self, growth, accountability, uh, evolving. Yes. There it is. That's a constant for you. So Every all day. those things kind of encompass that level of you know, um, high value. So most of the people who consider themselves high value do their best to do that. Uh, also, it does champion confidence, independence, and upholding one's standards, as we were talking about before. And I think, you know, when you consider yourself a high value person, you want to make sure that everyone else around you sees that. But on top of that, it's like you exude it. Yeah. It's something that you exude. It's authentic, you know? yeah. Like, people will see it when you carry yourself a certain way, especially in the type of environment that you're in, right? Um, when I walk into a room, I want to make sure that everyone's looking at me for good reasons. Yeah. 
I feel like there's some shade bubbling somewhere. Not not even a little bit. All right. I, I I want that for you. I don't know what happens when I really walk into a room, but I would hope that's what happens. <laughs> I want that for you. Okay, thank you. I don't know what happened when I walked into this room, but... I think there was a little bit of confidence, but it was overseen by someone. Mm. I wonder whom's... <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, those are, those are pretty much the pros. Yeah. As far as I've seen, you know, as I said, based on, I my, agree. on the research, those are pros. And we can all agree those are positives. But now here's the ugly side of high value. Doom, doom, doom. There's <laughs> um, a visual aid. <laughs> um, so exhibit A, um, if you guys do live on social media, um, there's this guy that recently went viral about his very dusty yeah. hot takes. Mm -mm. Um, and this is a person that would consider themselves high value, but uh, don't be fooled. So uh, let's roll the clip. I can say that now, roll the clip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's simple, feminism. Feminism taught you one day, you a queen, you God's gift to this earth, you the prize. No, the fuck you ain't. No, you ain't. You ain't a queen. You ain't never gonna be my queen because you ain't my mother. You don't love me unconditionally. You love me under conditions. And the problem is that I'm a man, I'm a leader, I'm the toxic asshole guy, the tool, right? Because when we go out, right, you expect me to take care of you, right? When we go out, I pay for it, you good. We go to the store, here, hey, get some shoes, you good. I got you. But when I tell you to do something, do it. That's the problem. Don't expect me to chase you and beg you and get on my knees, bro. I'm not submissive. I'm dominant. And then what happens is, I don't want to be with that. He's, he's toxic, he's bad. Your friends tell you he's a bad guy, right? Then you go be with the nice guy and you end up cheating on him or leaving him because he's weak. He don't make you feel nothing. He don't, he don't hold her back. That's the problem. You're the problem. You're delusional. He's nice too. <laughs> yes. If you're 5'2 and you know it, clap your hands. If you're five to win, you know it, clap your hands. If you're five to win, you know it, and you really want to show it. If you're five to win, you know it, clap your hands. Yeah. 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 That is, that is, so, so this guy who recently went viral, I don't really know his name, doesn't really matter. The point is, this is an example of someone who considers himself high value, yep. right? But now they degrade other people, especially in this case, black women, women right? They degrade other people to, in order to uphold themselves. He's not doing himself any favor with those shower curtain window shits and his little toy car. That's, that's, he probably needs paying a car note on that shit. No, he said he was paying bills. He did. He paid for everything. He's and, dominant. And he's supposed to tell her what to do. He's not getting on. The only queen I support is my his mother. mattress is on the floor. I did not notice that. Oh, oh. Yes, his mattress is on the floor. That, that, that's a lot. But you know what? No, I'm not even going to give him No, please. I'm not going to give him a grace because he has a lot of mis misogynistic uh, value behind him. Because of regardless of, even if a man has a mattress on the floor, he doesn't, have to <laughs> he doesn't have to have that kind of attitude when trying to talk about himself to degrade women to that extreme. Yeah, yeah, no. But see, I mean, it's all riddled in a cauldron of, you know, insecurities. He's trying and all to say these dominance is a, a key factor for him because dominance is equal to money, which is equal to him saying whatever he wants to to his partner, which doesn't make sense. And in the same breath, talking down and saying that he is not submissive. There's not raw. There's nothing wrong with a man being submissive to 
his woman in a good, healthy relationship. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot to, to unpack with this man. And this is just one of many cases. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of people like this guy who would spew all of these you know alpha male style you know sentiments, right? And they consider that high value. So this is where the definition gets skewed, right? Yep. Where it's like, all right, well, I have these standards that you know if somebody doesn't meet me at then uh throw them to the side trash right. garbage you know what i mean and it's like if you have to uphold yourself to your quote unquote value by shitting on others then that's it's just counterproductive yeah right yeah and, and then you and then you wonder why the people that you're attracting is going to be just as trash as you are right because at the end of the day high value is about who you attract right so if you are trash, you attract trash. He, he reminds me of a guy that I saw on social media uh, asked out a woman on a Starbucks date and he couldn't um, get to her, so he asked her for a ride. Uh, she obliged and gave him a ride and when they got to Starbucks, um, he did not have $20 to buy the coffee for both of them. And you know she was very calm in the situation until she got back home on Facebook and um, homeboy wrote, oh, just because girls think that I don't have money, they think that they can just shit on me and not talk to me anymore. How dare they? And she posted this with you know, a screenshot, green screen in the back, saying, hey, I picked him up, we went to Starbucks, I paid for the coffee, and I told him that I didn't want to see him again. She knew right then and then he was full of shit. But again, He's high value thinking that, oh, he's so great. All women want is just money. That's why I don't go out on dates. That is no justification behind that. You ask somebody out with no money. Your priorities is to get a job. And you broke saying that. And also, also be broke. If you're broke. Financially only. challenged. But if you, you're not supposed to be thinking about going on a date if you have no money. Get a job first and get yourself secure. Well, that's not implying that he doesn't have a job. He probably doesn't. $20 for coffee? Uh, if you ask somebody out? I'm not a coffee drinker, so I'm out of this kind of Well, it's Starbucks, but you can't ask someone out on a date with no intention of actually paying for it. I agree. Like, my mother told me, whoever asks the person out on a date, even if it's the girl, yeah. they're supposed to pay for the date. He yeah. asked Whoever her. initiates the date right. should pay for said date. He didn't. And, right. then, and then had the nerve to say, all women want our money. Well, to be fair, a Starbucks date is an oxymoron. What do you mean fair? How, how is that fair? That's like saying, oh, let me take you on a date. Oh, here, the drive through to McDonald's. No. Did you pay? Who's paying for it? Whoever, Who is whoever initiated the... Right, that's my point. He's saying that he initiated a date, but then saying that all women want is just money. So his value is he has money and he's not going to be able to pay for women who want to be gold diggers which is far from the fact. That's why his high value is so skewed and yeah. masked. That's my point. I concur. I'm trying to figure out why you're trying to be fair and approach no. guy, because you just don't oh, like no, Starbucks? Oh, no, no, I'm not on his side. Oh, okay, I'm trying to figure Apparently, out. Apparently, I'm on the side of Starbucks, because it's like, I don't think they should consider that place a date spot, you know what I mean? Like, they don't market themselves that way. Okay. I'm on Starbucks side. You are going off the ledge. That's it. That's all that, and that's all. But, <laughs> but all in all, yes. So to your point, Rovi, and just really, you know, once again, people miscue the term high value, and once again, they use it as an elite um, stature. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, that's really not what it's about, right? And they use it, and they use it to spew all of their 
misogynistic and negative connotations and you know it, ha it happens it happens regardless of who you are like you know that level of high value you shit on people that look like you or you shit on people that you think are lower than and no that's just not it yeah. So what's the real conclusion here? Yeah. The real conclusion, as far as I could tell, is that we need to start focusing on worth and less on value. Because mm. mind you, with high value, it's other people who are determining that for you. Okay. But with worth, you're determining your own worth, right? And no one else could take that away from you. So okay. we need to start focusing on worth more than value. That's a good way to look at it. Right? And once you already have that worth and that's locked in, nobody can tell you anything. Right? There can be nobody else that could put you lower than and all that shit. So focusing on your worth is much more important than considering yourself of value, right? I don't think about it like that. But again, like if you're grounded in your self-worth, there's, uh, <laughs> yeah. there's no one that can shake away you know, whether or not they deem you high value or low end or anything like that as long as you know how much your worth is. And that, that takes a lot of work. It does. And in the same level of trying to build your value, you can build your worth, yeah. right? And then once you build your worth, others will see that, and then you will gravitate people that way without having to shit on others. Okay, I agree. So worth over value, ladies and gentlemen. I concur. Thank you for concurring. We have one concur. Do, do I get a second? There it is. All right. Good, I'm glad, I'm glad we could get that out the way. Because, as I said, I'm tired of hearing high value. I'm tired of the term. Don't like it. No thanks. And alpha and you, all that you're bullshit. You're trying to, to take it out of the vocab for the yeah, next Yeah, man. Okay. Throw this shit away. It's 2021. Right. Who has the time? Okay. Throw it in the bag. There it is. Throw it in the bag. So, yes, that is our topic portion of the, of the show. And did you guys enjoy the topic? Do you guys agree? Disagree? Yeah. All right. Did we make some valid points? Okay, well, make sure to uh, jot it down and save it for later. <laughs> Bring it up at a dinner party or something. That'd be nice. Maybe you'll teach somebody something. All right, I think we did a service today. I think so. All right. You think we're done? Yes. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much more show to go. That was um, just us talking, talking really? our talk. I didn't know that. No. Oh, man. I, did that feel like forever for you? It did. Oh, well, there's so much more to go. Oh, Lord. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. <laughs> well, let's get to the fun portion of this show, shall we? This is our segment called What the Shenanigans, as I like to call it, shenigigans. <laughs> because, you know, some people out here just be wilding out. Why, why? Why did because I hear this before? Shenanigans why are is all this around the first us. time I'm hearing this? Have you been to Fulton Street? <laughs> shenanigans, live in effect. <laughs> There's always somebody with a pack of cigs asking for something. <laughs> but they're asking you, but they're not asking you directly, but they're shouting it to like a five person radius so somebody responds. I, I love downtown Brooklyn, it's fun. It's good times. But anyway, so yes, this portion of the show is gonna be um, just a bunch of fun memes and other little challenges that you guys could get to chime in on and have fun with. And um, you know, the internet is a wild place and we just wanna bring a little bit of- It's there. still free. It's still free. For now. Come on, why? Well, with the way shit is going. They're going to start they're taxing. Yeah, I'm not trying to do that. And then we have to bootleg. Um, oh, come on. Like we used to bootleg cable. <laughs> well, we, I mean, we still kind of low-key do that now. Y'all hacked a fire stick. 
house with? How do we do that? Yo, the human race is so amazing. <laughs> like, uh, anyway, so this is the first thing. Um, I saw this meme on Twitter recently. And uh, as you can read, it says, <laughs> what can you say during sex, but also at a family dinner? Oh. What? Oh, no, you heard me. What can you say during sex and at a family dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right, well, you'll get your turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Don't we'll jump ahead, okay? Because we, we have our ones that we came up with. A couple, a couple. And then we'll, we'll pass the mic around and see we'll let you use your whichever voice. ones yes. you want to chime in on. <laughs> um, so yeah, we thought of these uh, recently, and uh, I think I got some good ones. Or you guys can determine which one, which person has the better ones, but... Um, <laughs> Me? <laughs> All right, you go first. No, no, you go first. No, no, no. The, the ending has to go last. What does that mean? Exactly. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. All right, so yes. Um, oh my gosh, this is like the family feud. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's very family feudish. Okay. Minus Steve Harvey. Ugh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Or Lori Harvey's father. Let's be respectful. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Um, what can you say during sex, but also at a family dinner? Damn, that tastes delicious. Okay. Now, come on. Good answer, good answer. Okay, okay. <laughs> that was good, that was good. What, which one is yours? Go, yeah, you go. that's giving me purr vibes, for Ooh. sure. Mm, okay, yeah. what's your option? Please, sir, can I have some more? <laughs> Why did you have to put an accent on? It's the flavoring. You, you can say it at dinner and during sex, you know? You're from East Flatbush. Why, why are you, why are you talking about an accent? First of all, let's, let's be correct. You watched one season of Bridgerton, let's, let's, and now all of a sudden you're an expert. Let's get it correct. Wow. I am from East New York, okay? Oh, let's get you're it from it East something. And it starts with a B. You, you chose violence today, I see. I always choose violence. Okay. If you follow me on TikTok, I may wonder about it. Okay. But you don't have to. It's okay, fine. next, next. All right. <clears throat> um, uh, another thing you could say is, love that macaroni in the pot. It's okay. Yeah. It's not my best one. Oh, you finished? Is that, is that your oh, no, answer? No, I just wanted to know. No, no, that, that was one. Well, that, that can work. That, that can two. work. That can work, yes. Oh, yeah. we'll, okay. we'll count that that's as. That's a bonus. <laughs> I'm we'll counting count it. Yeah, that, that's yours. Okay. I'll give that to you. So it's your go again. Mm. Oh, okay. That's that, another, that another one. one? <laughs> Come on, bars. You feel that? You feel that energy? Okay. Um, <laughs> the thing is, we wrote these down prior. <laughs> And you just got two off the rip. I can't help it. I went to college. <laughs> Binghamton, if you didn't hear before. Um, the last one that I had on my card is, is daddy coming? Okay. To the family dinner. Yeah, that's good. Purr. <laughs> Cat scratch. Yes, which one, which one is yours? I'm ready for round two. Period. Oh. 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 All right. That was good. OK. 
Okay. All right. One. Okay. It doesn't matter. You got four on okay. my three, and one I tried to get from the WAP song, and it didn't work. That's fine. That's just, fine. Does anybody else have? They want to chime yes, in? Yes. Who on? else has one? Oh, uh, yes. Shout it. Shout it loud and proud. Oh. Wait, okay. what? Don't knock, don't knock the family dinner till you're trying. No, 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 no. I'm just thinking of the sex aspect. Okay, okay. When are you saying that in sex? Don't knock it till you try it. Oh, 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 like a, okay, like a, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, don't knock it till you try it. Hey, cool, 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 cool. I get it. Anybody else? You're very vanilla in the bedroom, I see. Uh, who else is next? I said, um, you tossed the salad. Ooh. Did you toss the salad? Ooh. You Love won. that reference. Okay. You won. I think that's the winner. It's on brand. That's the winner. It's a euphemism. That's the winner. Double induendo. That's the winner. Um, this some... just went out. Okay. Yeah. That, that is the winner. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, that is the winner. That's better than all of us combined. They are, for sure. So good stuff. Good job on that. Um, <laughs> do you like talking to I have never tossed a salad. You've never tossed a salad? I've no. never tossed a salad. You're not shaking it a little bit? I've no? never shaken, stirred, or done anything with salads or anything. What is your favorite dressing? Come on, you gotta answer. I don't like salads. That's a big lie. <laughs> You're a liar. Why are you gonna lie to everybody? I am not a liar. As she lies. Have you ever tossed a salad? I am a fan of sweet green, yes. I have tossed a salad before. Okay. My favorite dressing is honey mustard. Honey mustard vinaigrette, have you had a honey, like a mustard vinaigrette? I don't like salads. Allegedly. Allegedly you, you don't like salads. But we all know. All right. Oh God. So we have a segment called Five Questions. Um, would you like to explain? Okay, so the, any audience member who wants to participate, um, they will have to pick uh, either myself or Vixen. Um, there will be five questions. You can't skip or pass a question. Uh, one of us will go and head back into the soundproof room. Uh, you answer the five questions, and whoever wins, uh, you get bragging rights. Okay. Lots of bragging rights. So who wants to volunteer first? Oh, we have I, two. I, I see we have two, two already. Hands here. All right. Let's go with this young lady over here first. What's your name and where you're from? My name's Joy from Brooklyn. Ooh, okay. And Welcome, whom, Joy from Brooklyn. And whom would you like to challenge first? Uh, you have two choices. Come on, mentor, let's go. Oh. Ooh, this was mentor, mentee. Okay, mentor, let's go. Cat scratch. This All was right. this was easy. Was it? Yes. So let me let know what you mean. Some, uh, no. 
You cannot ask the audience. Nor can you skip or... You can do your best. Do <laughs> your best. Give an answer. You can give an answer. Yes, it doesn't matter what you're told. Luckily for you, some of these are multiple choice. Okay. So we're good. So question number one. How many of the speeches in Shakespeare's plays are recited by women? A, 33%, B, 17%, or C, 52%? That is correct. 17% is the answer. Uh, from the show Friends, I was I was picking questions for a diverse audience. <laughs> Should I give you a living single question instead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. I would like that. I love that. I love that. Fill in the blank. <laughs> Maxine Shaw, blank at law. Can I give you the multiple oh, choice no. first? Well, fine. <laughs> Moving on. What is allspice alternatively known as? This is like a, a multiple choice thing. This is the one time where I will override the rules and you can phone a friend. The question is, what is allspice alternatively known as? I'm gonna ask my friend right here. She said she said pimento. That is correct. Pimento is the answer. <laughs> Here's the next question. Which company owns Bugatti, Lamborghini, Audi, Porsche, and Ducati? That's not a multiple choice question. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I could give you multiple choice if you'd like. Yes. So, A, Mercedes, B, Fiat, C, Volkswagen. Hello, hello. The phone friend was for one question about it. That is correct. That is correct. Now, if you get this question wrong, I'm going to have to extradite you back to your home. Well, happy walk. If you get this wrong, happy walking. You have cowboy shoes on. Okay. What was Beyonce's first solo album? Bye. Good night. No, 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 what was Beyonce's first solo album in which she wore the, the, the Versace dress and she danced in the rain and Jay-Z had the home ah, 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 in the car? You know this answer. What was that album called? Crazy in Love, Dangerously in Love. Thank you. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Joy for getting that answer correct. What, what's, what's the name of the album, Joy? Dangerously in Love. 
back in if we know that. She should. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy, for those responses. You're smart. Come on now. I am college educated. Yes, your makeup looks great. Your hair looks beautiful. You are color coordinated for the girls. I love it. So Joy did. She did. I taught her everything she knows. Joy, Joy did the best that she could. I did my best. Oh, come on. I did my best. She like, you know, she, she made it work. So I'm going to ask you exact questions that I asked Joy. Okay. It is up to you to get those questions right. Okay. We need 20 points. We're 20 points away from home. <laughs> <laughs> now, push come down with anything else, girl, babe, you look amazing tonight, so take that with you. Now, question number one. How many of the speeches in Shakespeare's plays were recited by women? A, 33%, B, 17%, or C, 52%? A. No, it's B. Oh. 17%. I didn't go to college. <laughs> that was part of the curriculum. Question number two. Let's fill in the blank. Maxine Shaw, blank, at law. Attorney at law. Correct. That is correct. Question. What is allspice alternatively known as? <gasps> oh, I know. I'm American. I have an excuse. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Lord forgive me. May I go say clove? No. Oh. That is no, no, correct. No. The correct answer is pimento. Oh, that thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing. I don't like these questions. Who picked them? Here's the next question. <laughs> Which company owns Bugatti, Lamborghini, Audi, <laughs> <laughs> Audi, Porsche, and Ducati? I'll give you multiple choice. Toyota. Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wouldn't really be giving me multiple choice. No, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. But this question did not have multiple choice, but I was I was going to offer it to you before you burn it out uh, affordable. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with myself. Okay. Now, let me tell you something about this question. Let me come a little close to you. Joy Here we go. did not get this question correctly on the first try. As a black woman, I stand in solidarity with all black women, so I gave her a lie on that question. If you get this question wrong, you need to switch your shoes and walk back home. Okay? So join the truth. What was Beyonce's first solo album? Oh. How am I supposed to know? I'm not a Beyonce fan. Thank you! This is why she's my mentor! Thank you! We don't listen to that on car rides. I sing her songs. I don't 
not say that y'all do. <laughs> I don't know it. What do you think? Bitch beating me? So, this is the same lie I gave Jordan one to give you. So, the video in which Beyonce wore the Versace dress and she was like, no, I don't know. <laughs> don't give up. You can't give up. You're a host of show. Don't give up. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm honest. I'm honest. And I'm right. You know what? The uh-oh, uh-oh, lady. That song. No, I don't know that. <laughs> I love it here. Movie. I don't know that one. By default, I mean, we don't have a tally. So this is a fun little segment called "Which One Is Worse." Would you like to uh, give the premise or the preface to this? <laughs> We're going to go through each. No, no, come on, backstory. Come on. The back, you know the backstory of, of these stuff. Okay, so once upon a time, uh, there was an artist called Jasmine Sullivan. Um, she posted a question, she has a great album, posted a question on her uh, IG uh, stories and these were the responses, uh, tell me the secret that you'll never tell your partner, these are some of the responses that some people chimed in on her story and we got a few of them before they disappeared, so. So let's, let's determine from the audience which one is worse. So uh, choice number A. Nope. We're not going to do We're going to do Whitney Houston first. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes, the first um, answer was, tell me a secret you'll never tell your partner. That I know he cheated, but I'm saving that info in case I got caught cheating. Uh, okay, a little bit of ammunition. Yeah, you got to cheat just in case. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> That's not what anyone says. No one says that. Just in case. Sorry. That's, that's not the, uh... Quotable. When we're moving on, uh, the second response was, I didn't know if our baby was his at first. Yeah, that's... Which, to be fair, is more common than... Yeah. It's pretty common. Yeah. Yeah, Maury, Maury capitalizes on that. There it is. Yeah. Show sponsored by Maury. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we renting in a house I bought four years ago, he doesn't know, he just deposits rent money every month. That's smart. City girls up 10,000 points. Who said that's smart? That's smart. That was smart as hell. It's called a crime. It's a good job. <laughs> oh, man. It's not a crime if the money goes back into the house. And the last one is, I want him to bust in me, but I don't want him to be a single father. Oh. Now this one, that's Karen. Wait, hold on, they didn't hear. Hold on, repeat it again, repeat it again. The response was, I want him to bust in me. Do you want a visual? No? Okay. But I don't want him to be a single father. She has morals. That is, that's actually caring. Yeah, clearly caring, yeah. There's a lot of single fathers out there. Shout out to the single fathers who are 
doing their best. No, huh? there's one. So, uh, yeah. Excuse me? No, no, we're not going to do that. So, um, by, by the audience's responses, which one do you think is worse? In the concept of a secret that you hid from your partner, which one of these four was? The baby. The, the baby? I'm going with the renting in the house. I'm going with that one. That's grimy. That's grimy. Because, no, you know why it's grimy? Because it's, so it's dishonest. So having a baby that you're not sure that you fathered is not dishonest as well? It's about communication at the end of the day, guys. Okay? I don't know if I want to agree. It just feels slimy. It feels skeevy, you know? So, now, let me ask you this. You would rather not know the paternity of a child, but you would rather know where your money is going in regards to housing payments. I, I feel, I mean, it's just like, the, the person the person that's paying, the person who's paying doesn't know where that money's going. And all the while, it's just lining someone else's pocket. So you'd rather be a father to somebody, to a child that you're not really... Not rather, all I'm, I'm these are bad. These are, yeah, but... Which one, it's yeah. not rather. It's not a rather Out of the two, there's two right now that's uh, top. Top tier. I mean, I would like, child I would like to house. know if my child is mine, yes. Right. All right. More so than where your money's going for housing. Okay. If you're I'm gonna, asking. If we're going to bring children into this, then I have to go with the, the lack of, of knowledge of, of who my child is. Okay. Wow. We always throw kids under the bus, don't we? All right. When it's convenient for our argument. I'm just, you pulled it out. I'm just saying. All right. So by consensus, we all agree that uh, uh, B is worse of the four. Yeah. All right. Well, single fathers will thank you for your response. How about that? At least, uh, there it is. Confirmation and communication. That's the name of the game. So for this segment, um, we decided that we will break up. Um, we will share our own unpopular opinions about black culture in different categories. Uh, so we have food, music, fashion, and TV and film. Um, and it's not really a contest, you know, it's not like the most unpopular wins. Yeah. Um, but you are free to share your hot takes as well. Chime in. And we're just gonna um, start, let's start with food. Okay. <laughs> so yes, an unpopular opinion obviously is an opinion that not everyone shares, but you stand firm in it. Yeah. So remember, once these words leave your lips, that's it. You have to take the backlash however it comes. That's fine, I'm willing to take it. All right, solid as a rock, right? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, you go first. Okay, I'll go first. So, one food unpopular um, opinion is, oh, that's a good one too. You gotta learn how to jerk, but that, I'm not going on a tangent. Um, my food uh, unpopular opinion is sugar and grits. Oh, right. Some people love sugar and grits. Yes, they do. And for me, I think that's just like farina. It's the exact same thing. If you like porridge, that's on you. That's but the same thing. That's your cornmeal. That's your porridge. It's the same type of hominy wheat. Exactly. The hominy wheat that you use. So, but there are people in the South, where I am now, love sugar and grits. Me, took me about 
14, 15 years without eating grits. 13, 15. Oh. Yes. Is that wrong? We just said We just responded. No one said No one said a word. Okay, so I've learned to love grits now, but I'm more of the savory kind. I like the cheesy, a little seasoning, a little butter, a little salt, a little pepper, and just have it nice and creamy. And then you can pair that with some eggs or even some catfish or something a little savory, salmon cake. But I can't do sugar and grits. Some people love that, and I think that's one unpopular opinion that I can't agree with. Yep. Okay. Anybody else agrees? Everybody, everybody like savory grits here? Yeah. Oh. All right. Yeah. Salty grits. That's fine. Not salty grits. Savory grits. Savory. Salty. Savory grits. Seasoned grits. Seasony grits. Whatever. Okay. My opinion's gonna be worse. You everyone's gonna have tomatoes in the crowd. Y'all are going to pelt me. Um, my popular opinion is, you stop laughing. <laughs> Not holding your breath. My popular opinion, after thinking about it hard, is that oxtail is overrated. <laughs> and I will tell you why. <laughs> I stand in my truth. I stand in my truth. And I will tell you why. Oxtail has been bastardized so much. First of all, you go to no, that's not. That's not a. Well, I don't know where you're from. Uh, our family's from the same. I don't know if we're from the same. I'm from the mainland. Oh, here we go again. Wow. I'm here from the we mainland. go again with this mainland nonsense. I'm from the mainland. I don't know what you eat over there. I'm from here. I, all right. Anyway. Okay. This is this is my argument. One, not every restaurant knows how to make oxtail. First and foremost. So now you have to play Fast and Furious or, or Russian Roulette. Going, you're not going to, you're not going to Golden Crust. That's Golden already, Golden that's already Crest off the list. Charges twenty-eight dollars for a plate of medium. You'd be surprised, Brad, Julia. Who knows? I don't know. For people who think Golden Crust is authentic Caribbean cuisine, um, so that's that, right? Then the big thing you with the sauce. Why y'all sting you with oxtail sauce? Why? Listen. Why else? Like, I'm the paying customer. If I want extra, give me extra. It's not like Chipotle where it's like, you know, guac is extra, right? Yeah, nigga, like, give me the fucking extra. No. I will pay extra for the sauce. If they don't give you attitude for the sauce, that means it don't taste good, okay? Yes. Why do you have to be rude when it comes to If they're to giving food? away oxtail gravy, I don't want it. That means that nobody else wants it. That means it don't taste good. I just don't like the stingers. Just give me a food and let me leave. Okay. I have things to do. I don't want to go in, I don't want to argue with auntie over some oxtail sauce. Okay. Anyway, and on top of that, they treat oxtail like it's chicken. They just throw it on everything. You have oxtail <laughs> pizza, oxtail tacos, That's good. That's oxtail. Good. No, no, no. Oxtail quesadilla. No. Yep. Exactly. Where, where do you get oxtail quesadilla in the island? Who's doing that? They're Who's doing auntie is throwing it's, oxtail it's on? It's called tapas. Fusion, and that's what sells in tourism. No, no. Yeah. Somebody thought it was a cool idea. It's like, ooh, well, it would be cool if I did it. that. Don't eat it. I don't like it. I don't. I don't think. I'm not a fan. I don't think that oxtail, oxtail deserves more is respect. Unpopular. That's all I'm saying. No, I think that oxtail is 
exactly where it needs to be and the price needs to go down. That's exactly where, that's the only thing that all I right, have to about. That's all, but Axel can stay. Romy 2022, <laughs> we'll do your campaign stuff. I'm sure there's too much, $28 before you even The sale's too damn high. <laughs> <laughs> now the ignorant debate. Oh. So you both have your topics, right? Do you know what's happening here? You have your topic in your hand? Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Good. So now here it is. You both have a topic that's related to each other. And you're going to have a minute to argue your topic and support and why. And then we're going to determine who the winner is. Who the winner is of the, of the debate. Yep. Right. Okay. And you guys are free to go back and forth if you're really strong and passionate. So here's the first topic. The infamous Jay-Z debate. But I decided, you know, I'm going to put it oh a, a little twist. Because I'm tired of people choosing between Jay-Z and, and 500K. Yeah. Jay-Z deserves better. <laughs> so here's the two arguments. One, dinner with Jay-Z, but you paid the bill. It's coming out of your African-American Express card. Okay? Or you choose 500K, but Jay-Z has to determine how and when you spend it. So you can't touch a dime until Jay says so. It's technically your money, but it's really not in a way, but it's still 500K that you have access to, but Sean Carter tells you when and how to spend it. So um, we're gonna ch you're basically debating which choice is better and you're gonna make your argument why. So you have one minute to state your claim and, and, and say why your choice is better than the other one. Are you ready? Get to meet Jamie. Yeah. 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 That's true. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's from Brooklyn. Yeah. He's very cool. I can meet. I can possibly start a business yeah. by meeting him. Yeah. yeah. And make connections. Yeah. 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 Council argue with um, 500K, but Jay-Z determines when and how you spend it. Have you seen the type of people that Jay-Z hangs out with? That means he has access to networks, he has access to resources. I believe that because he's a billionaire, he's Beyonce's husband, he is never gonna lead me astray. Um, 500K is nothing to him, which means he will essentially bump up my, he'll be like, I'll spot you a million. Um, so we're talking about 1.5 right now because 500K is like five bucks to him. And yeah, essentially I'm gonna be a million. Okay. Okay. All right, that's the argument. That's it. You have to use it for a minute. All right, so, thank you. All right, so of the two, what do you think, who do you think made the better argument for their choice? Is it Jay-Z 
dinner with Jay-Z, but you paid the bill? Yes. Yes. Or is it the argument of 500K, but Jay-Z spends when it has? All right, there it is. Well, thank you. Thank you. You made a very good argument. You won. You won. Argument. You both won. But you made a more compelling argument. Okay, Olivia Pope, you better go, kind of girl. All right. Not Olivia Pope. Who is next? <laughs> Here is the next argument. What is the bigger turnoff? Bad grammar or bad hygiene? No tag team here. No tag team. No tag team. No tag team. No. I'm going to pass the question. No. Wow. Okay, wait. You don't even know what card she got. At this point, it doesn't matter. Okay. All right. You two determine. All right. A minute on the, which card do you have? I have bad hygiene. Minute on the clock for bad hygiene. Why is the, why is the bigger turnoff? And go. Okay, why do we, why do all of us date people? To fuck, have kids, wow. get married, you know. Wow. Come in really. So, if you want to do all of those things, do you want to spend the rest of your life with a smelly person? No. Do you want to get close to a smelly person? No. If you have horrible hygiene and it's not for some medical reason, you weren't raised right. I don't want your kids. Okay? Bad hygiene. I've been with people who have, you know, they have like full palms, like, a Chinese takeout like dumpling, ate it with their hands, and then tried to finger me within like the same two minutes. And like, that's disgusting. There is no reason to be close to anyone who has bad hygiene. In this modern age, we all have the education to know that we need to brush our teeth, teeth at least twice a day. We need to take daily showers. Although on Twitter, it was like up for debate whether or not we wash our legs. And what do we do? We wash our legs. <laughs> wash right. our legs. That's a healthy argument. Give a clap. All right. Now you counteract with bad, bad grammar. grammar. With bad grammar being the bigger turnoff versus bad hygiene. Correct. Correct. You have a minute on the clock. That's all I need. Oh. <laughs> it's a confidence for me. She's a confidence. All right. One minute and go. I'd like to paint a scenario for you. You're texting somebody who you are very attracted to, all of us are uh, uterus having air in the space, and you all are sexting and it's getting so hot and steamy, and they say, I can't wait to rub your click. What do you do? What do you do? By that point, and by that point, you have to send the, the thinking emoji, like, did you really mean click? And they go, yeah, I want you, W-O-N, I want you And by that point, all of us are educated, we have all gone to school. By that point, I don't care what brand of soap you use because you cannot spell the brand of soap that you use. You are going to the store looking for don't when it should have been done. And this is how I know that you do not care about Radical errors in your statement. You don't care about your body. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Those are two very strong arguments. <laughs> but now it's for to you all to decide who One. made the bigger argument. So who agrees with bad hygiene? <laughs> Pretty strong. All yeah. Right. 
Now, what about bad grammar? <laughs> All right. We both win. Yeah, winners. I mean, either way, it's both bad turnoffs. Right. So, but yes, you made a more compelling argument. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So the next conversation is worst social media behavior. <laughs> so it's either subtweeting or subliminal posts. We've all been there. Yeah. Or ghost following. I'll explain what that means. Ghost following is basically when you don't follow somebody, but you all up in their stories. You swipe it, swipe, swipe, swipe. You, you, you have not hit the like button on anything that they do, but you up in their profile as if it's your resume. Okay, right. and go. Okay, so ghost following is way easier than subtweeting. So subtweeting, people are always in their feelings. Everybody, you heard the Janet Jackson song, you think this song is about you? You think this post is about you? Half the time the post is not actually about you, but if the shoe fits, place that bitch up. I think it's worse because I know most of the time something is directed towards me. Ghost following, I don't know you exist. You're, you're a non-motivating factor to me at that point if you're a ghost follower. If you're subtweeting, I can probably assume something is about me or something's about a situation that I'm dealing with. So why would that not be worse than not knowing someone who exists? Okay. 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 All right, valid argument. Okay. So now you are advocating why ghost following, why am I, I don't have the microphone. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I have it. Um, now you're um, arguing why ghost following is worse social media behavior. Minute on the clock. Let's do and this. And go. Murder. <laughs> you don't know me, but I know you. I know where the fuck you live. I'm coming to your house. She's pretty murder. <laughs> Not you. Okay. No, no, no. You asked the question. That's why it wasn't directed at you. It's fine. But I'm just saying. I'm like I'm just saying. I'm over here, minding my own business, but I know all of your business. Ooh. I'm at your house. You don't even know I'm outside. I just did that too. No, I'm a fucking creep. <laughs> Too casually for me. <laughs> Very comfortable. That's how they. <laughs> Very like this is my yesterday. But um, okay. So who made the more compelling argument? Uh, so, oh, oh, okay. okay. All right. right. Yes. You by default, murder. murder. All right. Murderable trouble. Yes. Murder was the case that they gave me. How to get away with murder? Well, we'll see. All right. Well, thank you for your arguments. All of you should go to law school. <laughs> I, if, with arguments like murder, you could always get off. There it is. We're up to our last segment of the evening. Questions that need answers. This is our Q&A segment. So we are giving the power back to all of you. That's correct. And giving you the power to ask us any questions you may like. Um, hi, yeah, you said that. Um, you said earlier that you're striving to make a safe space for different walks of life and experiences. So yes. what steps are you guys taking to make your show a comfortable space for your guests? 
That is a good That's question. a good question. Well, we would like to take this. I'll let you uh, take it first. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that question. Um, in the history of the show, I know that um, addressing queer people or even just having queer people on the show has been very rare. And I know it's because, to be honest, we were very afraid of having this type of conversation. And even with us attempting to have the conversation, we have not done a good job, just to be very transparent. And I think the way that we can do better is by educating ourselves, by being able to be open to these type of conversations, really being able to uh, open ourselves to different experiences and be less ignorant about it and more just cognizant. We are in 2021, and there's a lot of people in the queer community who all have a voice. And I think that by being able to be open to that and by engaging those conversations that me and you and everyone else who will be listening, we're much more comfortable um, with that. And obviously that will inquire inviting more guests who are queer on the show to have those type of conversations and doing less talking and more listening. I think that's always a good way to create that type of environment. I also think uh, creating an open space uh, for those individuals who are queer and to have people that come and listen more in that element is also being non-judgmental and making sure we police ourselves when we say certain things. Even though we might not know certain things or have a gauge of what's right and wrong to say because we don't interact day to day with persons who are queer, we can't take that step to learn or reach out to those who are queer and let them educate ourselves instead of going by ourselves and just Googling what's queer or how do we approach someone. But if we can have access, because everybody talks to each other on social media and hit up somebody, hey, I'm really interested in knowing what this lifestyle is because I'm very confused about it. And I know that this is a part of the norm now in today's society, especially when we're going in, you know, right now with me in the medical field, I like to address patients instead of saying, hi ma'am, how are you doing? I would address and say, good morning, what would you like to be uh, pronounced as? Or what are your pronouns? Or something like that. And that's another avenue and realm that we have to take into approaching people in today's society because us as a world, we are evolving in ourselves. So as a podcast, we also need to evolve as well and try to make those steps to approach people that we don't necessarily know uh, that intimately, but try to open up our minds to have people come on the show as guests and also educate us as well, instead of trying to educate ourselves, I think. Instead of just going on Google and saying, hey, what's this? I will try to reach out to someone you know, on social media and try to see if they can let me know what the, sorry, I can't put this in or out. <laughs> Uh, to you know what's a part of the queer community and open that in a safe space. And not only in a queer community, but even those people who have different types of um, depressive uh, moods, whoever have any type of personality disorders, we wanna create that open space for everybody to feel inclusive. So somebody might feel as though they can't speak up, or somebody might feel as though that they're in a toxic, um, environment or they don't know how to express themselves in a certain way, we will want to be able to have that open platform so people can come on and express themselves so they can share what their point of view is and hopefully somebody can resonate. Yeah, and before that happens, we have to do the work. Yeah. 
Yeah. All that work you said was great, but we have to do the work internally. I, I, don't, I have to do the work. Yeah, I'm going, like I said, everybody's using social media now. That's the aspect. I will go out of my way because in my circle, I don't know anyone who's queer, but I will go out and try to talk to myself and say, because that's how I make connections as well too, just professional. Hey, I like the work that you do. Can we talk about this? Or hey, I don't know something about this. Could you help educate me? That's the avenue that I would take. You know, because I can just, like I said, easily go on Google and I still don't know what's going on. Yeah, Google's not. Yeah. That, and that's, that's part of me educating myself. Okay. I mean, you know I, I mean? get what you're saying, but Google's, yeah, yeah, don't, I mean, Google's not. Google's not that great. That's not the way to solve those type of uh, relations. But, yeah, so thank you for that question. So for those who didn't hear the question, have we had any friendship breakups? And if we have, how have we manage those type of um, breakups in the sense of, you know, losing that person? Um, again, I'll go first. I'll, I'll, go, I'll admit that, um, again, I'm still evolving and I'm a bit ignorant and with friendship breakups before, you know, everyone calls me queen of the block, I just completely cut you off. I don't say anything. I don't give an explanation. Like, I felt at that that's not right. But I feel at that moment, what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. But as I am evolving every day, I realize that I need to have some kind of open communication. And, you know, I haven't had any recent friend breakups before, but I'm not going to go in the past and try to open that up. But if that do does happen in the future, I'll explain myself on a better platform and know that um, wherever my friend and I lie, that whatever conflict we have, we either agree to disagree and move on, or we try to resolve the conflict and try to maintain the friendship? Oh, man. I mean, I'm trying to think of the last time I had to break up with a friend. It is hard. I'm not good uh, with those type of things. I I'm not good at losing people, um, even though I may have done something that causes that to happen. Um, you know, this year especially, I've learned a lot about being transparent and being able to communicate effectively when it comes to that. And, you know, I think the last person uh, or the last friend who I broke up with, it was, it was bad. Uh, I ended up, like, ghosting the person because I don't think I was mature enough to, like, actually face the consequences of my actions. So as a result, that friendship kind of went to shit. And I wish that I had the tools to properly communicate. And if the friendship had to end, it would have ended amicably instead of just very silently yeah so um in that case you know that comes down to um being able to know how you communicate and working on that and not being afraid i'll admit that i was afraid in the past when it came to that type of breakup but yeah um you really gotta look at yourself when it comes to those type of things you know because sometimes you may think you're the bigger person but if you're the one at fault then yeah. you gotta eat that too I have two questions. Ooh, oh boy. All right. <laughs> oh I want to spin back to um, high value. Mm. Uh, how about you personally? I don't like when people scream at me. How I'm high value this, I'm this, that, and the third. I like when we don't even know that they're high value. We just find out, like, oh wow, this is somebody that is a great addition to our lives. And I love, like, just find it out. Just yeah. accidentally stumbled upon it. Those are like the best people ever. And to me, I'm very messed with you all. But do you see yourself as a high value person? 
transparency um i like to believe that i'm high valued but that voice in my head sometimes does not let me lead to think that i really am high valued that's why i try to reel back a lot and i make like little funny anecdotes and things so no that's the answer to your question i don't <laughs> all right okay appreciate that thank you so much Oh, you blushing. You big blushing. I am big blushing. Right. Flowers and compliments. Give it to me. Little pastel. That's all I got. Your two pieces is hot, though. Um. No, no, you don't even have to answer that. Oh, okay. I just want to know your personal preference. Would you write someone as grammatically correct or legitimately correct? Just you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to know that. Ah, man. Um. I. I I appreciate that I practice good hygiene. I'm very proud of that. Um, I am one that showers every day, uh, legs and upper body. Um, full body showers. Oh man, what a nuance. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely the hygiene for me. Um, grammar, you know, we live in this social media era where everyone talks in like you know weird language and shit. And um, you know, a majority of the population, uh, you know, has a level of lack of education. That's just what it is. That's just statistics. Um, so I would rather someone be able to bathe themselves every day uh, than them knowing how to spell weird versus weird. You know, I mean, certain things can be worked on. Yeah. You can work on grammar. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's YouTube videos. There's Coco Melon. There's all these things. You know what I mean? So you can work on grammar, but you can't work, like, if you're just not about hygiene, then I can't help you. Yeah. That's a personal choice, unlike what Mr. West said about slavery. No. Hygiene is a personal, hygiene is a choice. And if you choose no hygiene, then you're choosing violence in, in retrospect. So there it is. <laughs> oh my God. It's biological warfare if you don't hygiene yourself. Because everyone around you is like, yeah, it's a biohazard. That's not good. Don't do that. Hope that answered the question. Oh, more hands. Okay. Young lady back. Uh, I have two questions. One related to the show and one about relationships. Um, for the show, I mean, I love hearing you guys talk, but are you guys going to come up with more guest speakers and people that you've known from school? Um, I know for one podcast that I listened to also, they did one with a therapist, and I liked what they really had to say. And um, in a black culture, we just need more people like that who are willing to go see therapists and also share their experience. So if somebody's not sure about the field that they want to go to, they hear it from other people and things like that. Um, so just, are you gonna have more guest speakers, not just therapist-wise, but in any field, just to come and talk and share their story? Um, yes, we're working on it. Okay. <laughs> um, the relationship question is, um, if you're dating in this generation, people like to, some people would think that it's only them. How can you explain to somebody that I'm dating and that doesn't mean that it's literally only you? Funny enough, we talked about this recently. We did. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Play. I, I gotta refresh the SoundCloud. You know what I mean? A little extra one. Yeah. So um, it's it's so interesting that you asked that because, you know, we get caught up with the semantics of like exclusively dating versus you know I'm just dating around and stuff like that. And people, you know, as you listened to the episode or as was explained, a lot of people equate the term dating to fucking. Right? Yeah. It's like I'm dating this person means I'm fucking, and that's yeah. not the case. Nope. We have to rewind the, the hands of time and, and think about Redefine what dating what actually dating is. is. Yeah. Dating means getting to know someone, courting them, going out, all these things, getting to know a person. And you can do that with multiple people. It doesn't have to be with just one, unless you define that relationship exclusively with that person saying, hey, this is what I want. I want to exclusively date you. I want to just be about you and then go from there. Right? But a lot of people don't do that. So as a result, somebody is assuming that oh, all right, we date means something else, and lines just get very crossed. Yeah. And that is, uh, that's where that shit comes from, right? I think if you're going into a relationship like that, you should uh, make your expectations uh, be vocal about it and let them know where you're coming from and what you're doing in the essence of dating. And if you guys get to that avenue where you need to talk about exclusivity, you can talk about it then, but before then, anyone's free to date anyone. And like my dad says, you're single till marriage. Yeah, that's true. Legally, you are single till you're married. You're single till married. And even if you're married, sometimes you'd be at the same And people still date when they're married. So, so there it is. But it's all about communicating that. Any other cues for us? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I really like your podcast and how you bring our attention and our crowd together. I just wanted to know, do you want to travel with it? Do you want to go on this day? Yes. Do you want to have it? Besides, <laughs> yes, as you said, do you want, are you ever interested in that? Well, considering we have a connection in Miami on the stage. Do, do I want to travel to Miami to talk Miami. to people? Yeah, mm, Miami. Mm. Miami's closed right now. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's wide open. <laughs> Miami is busted wide open. I, I, it would be nice to do a little, a little tour, a little, you know. Yeah, we can do like a state, tour. yeah. A tri-state tour. Yeah. Nice. We'll Starting off small. I, I'm, Let's see I'm, what New Jersey's giving. I'm open to that. You're open to a tri-state tour? Yeah. Yes. Who do you know in Connecticut? I know a lot of people in Connecticut. Who's from Connecticut in the house? Exactly. Oh, that was a setup. That was a setup. Oh my. You you got that eventually. You you said it. Okay. That will be the end of our show. Thank you all for your questions. Thank you all for attending. Um, there was a slide here that clearly uh, is off, but we want to thank um, all of our sponsors once again. Thank you to Drunken Shots, um, who are providing some cake jars for us in their gift bags. Uh, thank you to Coco Coladas. Coco Coladas. That will be the drink pouches in your bag as well. And GH7 Creams. Body Butters. Body Butters. So laughing ourselves up after the show. And we also want to do the brown and black. Uh, the brown and the black and brown uh, podcast collective yes. is um, a collective of black and brown podcasts who uh, granted us with a micro grant 
um, for the show. So shout outs to them. Shout outs well. to them. Uh, shout outs to RW Express Printing. So if you see in your gift bags, you'll see there's a mask. So that's where that came from. Yep. And then Decal Stage, where we are right now. Woo! And we want to thank you guys. Most importantly, yes, thank all of you for, for showing coming. up. Because yes. if you did not, we'll be talking to ourselves in an empty room. <laughs> and we do that quite often, but this time it would have been real. So thank you all. One last thing. So um, there's a special date coming up. Uh, September 15th. Oh my do you guys know God. what that date that is? For those who don't know, September 15th is a special day. It is a Wednesday. I'm going the to weather's going to be really nice. Murder. Um, you know, Murder. traffic is probably going to be light. So if you guys are traveling, uh, going to commute to work or home, just make sure to travel safely. Um, yeah, so that's, that's Wednesday, September 15th. I'm just giving you guys a jump into the future. All right, great. Thank you so much, guys. No, no, I'm joking. Um, it is a special person's birthday. Um, as they say in the restaurants, we got a birthday. I hate the way they do that, but nonetheless. So, yes. Um, Rovi, you're turning another age on this spinning rock. And, um, you know, at a point I was doing this podcast by myself. And as much as I do like talking to myself, um, it has been very nice sharing the mic with you for the past couple of months. So uh, you are appreciated. Thank you. You are revered, as you can see by the people who have come out for you. So I have a little gift for you. Aww. I already told you about the gift, but I didn't tell you what the gift was. Now, disclaimer, when I said I had a gift for her, she was like, oh, is it like a Balenciaga? I was like, no, 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 no. Do not have those type of coins. But I figured I would get you a gift that oh. properly represented who you are oh. on this platform. So here it is. You could uh, open it up for the crowd to see. <laughs> and I think you right would now? enjoy it. Yes, right now. Right now? That, that's the oh, ideal plan. Okay. Oh, I'll hold your flowers. Is it the same color? It's, it's close. <laughs> this is all done intentionally. Thank you. Because you always say it, so now you can actually wear it. I am it. evolving. There it is. Ah, I love right. it. But thank, um, you, thank you all for coming. coming. Please make sure to follow the podcast on SoundCloud and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts, on social media. And yes, really appreciate y'all. Thank you all so much. Have a good night. Have a good night. Take care. Yeah, I'm safe. Say goodbye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby.